and thank you for joining us. The things you may hear tonight might cause you intense paranoia and frights as we journey down this dark rabbit hole together. So turn down your lights and turn up your radio and enjoy. It's not normal, it's paranormal. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of That's Not Normal, It's Paranormal. Big T here, like always, with Dante. Today is going to be, we're on a boat, spooky edition. Yeah, we're on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget, we're going fast and... Oh, wait, yeah. Are <laughs> you going to get us in trouble? Yeah, yeah. Right, strike right off the bat. I sound just like Andy Samberg. <laughs> But today we're going to be talking about some uh, tales of haunted ships and some other paranormal stories in the maritime. Uh, some fun little stories, some interesting stories. Uh, definitely going to be an interesting episode, I believe. You ever been on the open sea, Troy? I have never seen the ocean, my friend. I tell you what, I did it one time and it was amazing. But it's also, it's one of those things, we're on a cruise ship, so... I mean, yeah, you got a bunch of people in there, but at nighttime, you're just on that ocean and you can't see nothing for miles. And it's 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 calming, peaceful, and also eerie and creepy because, like I said, you don't see nothing for miles. <laughs> so you're literally on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget? We're going fast, and <laughs> I, I should have looked up the lyrics. I could have wrapped the rest of it for you guys, but it's been a while since I heard the song. It is really funny because on a personal level, I know you can't swim. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no. If I would have fell off that boat, I would have been fucked. I mean, I uh, <laughs> the, the first thing they do, too, is like they take you in, show you your room, and then they have everybody meet so you can see how to get on the lifeboat and this and that. Well, fuck. Yeah. Like um, we, we actually had uh, we had a balcony. So, like, you could sail on the balcony and just watch the ocean. And I thought I'd get seasick, maybe, but it never bothered me. It, I mean, for, for not being able to swim, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, they better had some floaties for you. Oh, you oh, think like a rock, even a little water. Oh, the whole time, the whole time on, a, on the boat, I had, like, those little angel wings on my shoulders, like, walking around. <laughs> Yeah, definitely wouldn't want to fall off. It's it's really cool. And I mean, you figure when I was on, we did, when we left one of the ports, you could see, I forget, I can't remember if it was Mexico or, I think it might have been Mexico. For the sake of this story, we'll say it's Mexico so we can get it on. Uh, <laughs> the, when we left, there was another boat docked there too. As the whole night went through, even though that boat was probably, I mean, miles and miles away, because the ocean was so flat and there's nothing else there, you could just see it like we started off together and you could just see it like veer off. And I mean, you saw it almost the whole night and then you'd go to bed next morning, it was just gone. 
And it was just cool because like you could see, you know, those motherfuckers were partying and you know, there was us and like, you could just, it's just wild how much you can see on the open ocean. Yeah. And that, (laughs) and from some of the stories we have tonight, some people were seeing some weird shit on the ocean. (laughs) And that's what, you know, that's what would make it even creepier is back then. I mean, hell, you saw, you saw a ghost ship. They, you know, you're like, hey, it's going to be another person. We we're going to fucking pirate this shit, jump on there, maybe take some of their gold, and hell, half of them, there ain't nothing there, and maybe dead bodies. Yeah. Uh, and what makes it extra special, though, too, is they always say how, like, water is a conduit for, like, uh, paranormal activity. And where are you going to get more water than the ocean? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to go ahead and kick us off with your first story that you found? Or did you want me to kick it off? I'll let you kick it off this time. I kicked it off last time. All righty. Well, the first story I have is, which I found it's uh, very interesting, and you'll see why towards the end, Uh is the SS Valencia. Uh, the ship actually sank in 1906 off the coast of Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, it entered some bad weather and uh, unfortunately didn't make it. Uh, 37 people out of 108 people on board the ship were saved using lifeboats. Uh, and mysteriously, one of the lifeboats completely disappeared or was never found again which is interesting. Uh, since the time that this has happened, uh, there's been many fishermen that have fished off the coast and on boats off the coast that have claimed witness to seeing ghosts of the ship uh, and even seeing human skeletons uh, walking along the ship. Which I thought was cool because like, normally when you see ghosts, it's normally, if you get the chance to see like a full body apparition, you know, it has... Uh, features to it, but imagine seeing a ship and the people that you see are the skeletons. See, I would rather just see the skeletons, like just just skeletons in general walking around just cracks me up. Like I instantly go to Army of Darkness in my head. I just imagine these like <laughs> these these skeletons horribly walking towards me, talking shit. Hey, what you doing, meathead? And like, it just it just cracks me up thinking about skeletons. I love it. I I do love it. It makes you think of uh, Dungeons and Dragons or like any RPG ever because they always have skeletons in it. There's I have little skeleton miniatures like right behind me in the lair here. So better watch them fuckers will come alive. <laughs> well, we do have a little toy boat, <laughs> so maybe they'll get on that and sell the ocean blue. You know, I swear. In our next D and D session. If there's fucking skeleton ghost ships in this story, I know where it came from. <laughs> Joke's on you. You are on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a, I don't think it's a real book, but I wish it was. It was a meme. And it was like, it was like this woman walking in and these skeletons were beating up her husband. Like he's naked. And it's like, uh, help. These skeletons are fucking up my naked husband or something like that. 
I got one other small little boat story for you. Because I found this one absolutely hilarious. Okay. This one isn't technically such as a true story, but it's a, a mythology story. But I couldn't help myself. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> there's a story of a boat called the Kalushi uh, in Kailota mythology, uh, which I actually don't know a whole lot about. But it's hilarious, though, because this uh, states that the ship carries the spirits of anybody who's drowned at sea. But anybody that ever sees the sh- ship, instead of being like all spooky and creepy or anything like that, is considered to be very bright and beautiful. But this is the best part. The freaking boat is like a rave. People just hear party music and sounds and bright lights and laughter. Just like there's some kind of party boy going on in that ship when you see it. Well, you might as well enjoy <laughs> the afterlife. <laughs> that's pretty. That's the boat I would want to be on. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious because it's like when you read some of these other stories, it's always, you know, uh, random ships found and everybody's dead, no reason, or there's ghosts or skeletons or, you know, or old like pirate style ships that are seen and disappear randomly. And this one's like, party over here. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a show called Paranormal Investigators. And it's like a, it's like a comedy version of X-Files. And actually one of the stories in that show, they did a take on, you know, the haunted hotel, like cliche, like it's always death and gloom. Yeah. Well, the, the main story was like, there's every night at a certain time, uh, there's a sound. So they're called for a noise disturbance. They get there and here is just this ghost like wanting a party. And that's it. Like <laughs> the guy's holding the other ghost souls captive and makes them party every night. <laughs> and that's the whole episode. Like they don't really solve anything. It's just, oh, like the ghost wants to party. You know what I think is the most ridiculous thing ever? Not to go on a small tangent, but. You know, you always hear of like seeing these old ghosts from like the 17, 1800s and, you know, they're all welling and spooky. And then like you'll hear some ghosts that like people see of like somebody who died at a tragic event or children or whatnot. Think years from now, there's bound to be a time when somebody's going to see a ghost and is doing like Fortnite dances. <laughs> I want to know. I, I've always wondered about that. Like, why haven't we seen any, like, hippie ghosts? Like, I'm sure people have. But, you know, everybody, the stories you read are always traumatic, scary ones and or uh, historical places that had a lot of death, especially back in the day. Uh, but eventually, there's just going to be some ghosts breaking it down, some, like, Fortnite dances or something or TikTok dances or something. It's bound to happen be like the people that see it would be like what the fuck is this <laughs> you, you okay you having a seizure or <laughs> i'm too old Shit. to learn tiktok dances at this point donnie donnie we we have no rhythm my friend oh yeah i have none whatsoever none there's a famous image somewhere of me and you slow dancing. We couldn't even do that. Right <laughs> we were, we were pretty off rhythm for that. Too. <laughs> I think I still have that photo. That's a, that's a I classic. Have it somewhere. Yeah. We were slow dancing at a wedding and we were terrible at it. 
I think we put everyone else to shame. They were just jealous of our slow dancing skills. Hey, man, if you don't know what you're doing, there's the old saying, dance like nobody's watching. That's pretty much what we did. <laughs> two, two, two hairy men dancing. They were all, they were all, they were all in all. That's what I was trying to say. We were just fabulous. Uh, <laughs> well, if you wanted to go ahead. Nah. All right. I, uh, so one of the, the story I'm going to do is also, this is actually what kind of led me to this. Now I'm completely ignorant towards boats. Like I know nothing about a boat. I couldn't tell you parts about a boat. So if I butcher something, that's just because I know nothing about boats. Uh, <laughs> so my boat is the SS Urang Madane. And I probably butchered that name too. Uh, it was a, uh, at the time, 40-year-old, 5,000-ton cargo steamer. And its name translate to the Man of Medane, which also they based a game on. I don't know if you've played that game, Troy, but it's fucking awesome. No, I can't say I have, actually. Uh, it's uh, not to get off topic, but it plays like a movie or real life. So if you fuck up and the person dies... The person dies. Game keeps going. <laughs> so it's it's really good. Um, but anyways, this boat, it was cursed from the beginning, okay? Because it's since its name was Man of Madane, all the boats are named after women. Misfortune, you can't break tradition. You know that ship's going to fucking sink. So this... Uh, supposedly impossible event took place in the 1940s now the year this is what made many people think it's kind of fake but it might be real they don't know is the years kind of changed it was reported in like the 40s and in the 50s and uh, according to the story Medane was passing through i i'm like i said i'm awful with geography names too the Strait of Malacca, okay, when it ran into an awful tragedy. The nearby ships were receiving horrifying calls. All officers, including captains dead, lying in the chart room and on the bridge, and probably the whole crew's dead. And at the end of the radio signal, the final words was, I die. Now, that's slightly terrifying to me. Like, if I'm an operator, it's probably late at night. You're just chilling there. And then all of a sudden, this guy's like, everyone's dying. Everyone's dying. And then I die. Yeah. So then the rescuers, okay, this is where it gets kind of creepy. And uh, honestly, really creepy. Um, the rescuers who boarded the vessel found the ship just like the radio people described it okay the crew was dead their bodies all across the decks and this was the strange part their teeth was like bared like they were all all fucked up and their faces was upturned towards the sun staring as if in fear 
And this is the saddest part. Even the ship's dog was dead. And he was frozen in mid-growl. And so, you, you know, you get this call, you get on this ship, and all, the, all that creepy shit happens. Then it gets worse. So, after that, the crew is trying to figure out what's going on. All of a sudden, a fire breaks out, and everyone that got onto the ship had to evacuate and leave. And it's, it was just completely bizarre. And a lot of people think that the story is made up because they can't find it in the registry. They never found the ship in the registry. But there's a reason. So this captain, he figured out that the ship was carrying potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin glycerin there i got it i got it that time troy <laughs> and uh they were stored in the ship's hold well that would explain the random explosion but it also could explain that the chemicals is maybe what killed the people on the boat and this is what this connects to the registry is since it was going towards world war two and it was all tense on the waters. They thought that maybe they were trying to sneak it. And that the, the reason why all the details are so difficult to find is because government government uh, wants them to be. Yeah. Somebody wants them to be not the government. Yeah, this, the story I read too is that it was just they were straightly illegally transporting it, straight yeah. illegally. And the story I found uh, also gave the date of 1947. Yeah, see, uh, 40, there was, they found newspaper reports of 40, I think it, it was weird. It was like all odd years. It, it must have been slow time for paper because it was like 43, 45, 47, 51, and like 57 or something crazy. You want to know what I thought the best part is of this story when I was reading it? What? Is the fact that there's the, the possible mystery that some people believe that the reason uh, – the ship, uh, all the crew members and stuff died was possibly a alien invasion. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to think that uh, it was probably the gray men because they're violent. So if anybody did it, it was the gray man or veggie man. Maybe veggie man sucked all their fucking energy out. <laughs> It's possible, maybe. They think that the possible reason, like you said, was overexposure to like the nitroglycerin. But they also believe that the untimely random deaths of everybody on the ship, without there being any damage to the ship, could either be from a alien invasion, a uh, and possibly any kind of other random paranormal activities of some kind of spirit haunting, or even a. Uh, Alien abduction going wrong. <laughs> now, 
one report I found was a guy supposedly survived the ship and because they were missing a lifeboat and a guy supposedly went to like the nearest island or village or I don't know, I guess he made it to land and he told them about it, but then he died from having been exposed to those chemicals. But that was just hearsay. But I guess the whole ship could be hearsay or it could be true, depending on if you believe aliens or the government killed them. Yeah. Now, hear me out. After playing the game, though, if you haven't played the game, this is a spoiler. So close your ears or something and fast forward it like 35 seconds. Uh, you, did you fast forward yet? Okay. Uh, so in the game, they the it has like a poison on the ship, and the poison causes the people to kill each other. They start tripping balls and see each other as monsters. Which I don't know if the chemicals would actually do that to you or they'd just straight out kill you. I know I don't I'm not a chemist. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I uh I failed chemistry, so uh that ain't gonna happen. Yep, so um the next one I have is very interesting because there's another Possible circumstance, but there's also some really weird, suspicious things. Uh, so the next ship was called the Carol A. Deering. Uh, this ship uh, actually was running around in Diamond Shoals area near Cape Hatteras, Hatteras in North Carolina in 1921. Uh, it actually ran aground and was stuck uh, before rescue teams could arrive to the ship. Once they, the Coast Guard uh, got onto the ship to inspect to see what had happened and see if anybody needed help or anything like that, they found that some equipment, the logbook, two lifeboats were missing from the abandoned ship. But other than the damage uh, from running aground, the ship was completely undamaged, uh, but everybody that was on the ship was gone. Everybody that would have been upon that ship, the crew, everybody was gone. Uh, it's believed that there's possibility that it could have been uh, possibly pirates, which is the more logical reason for it. But the thing that it makes it really... Uh, Interesting, though, is around this same time, there was a few other ships that completely disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Uh, and they also all kind of ran around the Bermuda Triangle area. So, of course, with the Bermuda Triangle, you have all kinds of people believe that there's uh, possible portals to different dimensions. Uh, extraterrestrial activities in that weird zone. Uh, so they don't know really if 
there was a logical reason, but it doesn't make sense because if people took the lifeboats to get off the ship, but there was nothing wrong with the ship, you know, and where did those people go? There was never any signs of any of the crew members or people on the ship or the lifeboats. Uh, could they maybe have been taken to another country, you know, killed from pirates or was it something more than that? You know, ship just shows up and everybody's gone is a little suspicious. It's a, uh, was that a, uh, where does people disappeared? Croton? Oh, Cro- yeah. Croton or whatever it was. Yeah. That was what was written on the tree. Uh, Oh, what is the name of the town? Roanoke. Yeah, Roanoke. Yeah, it's the it's the ship version of Roanoke. Yeah. I uh, this may surprise you because I'm pretty open about most things. Not a firm believer of the Bermuda Triangle. I uh, I honestly thought it was going to be more of a problem in my life. Uh, like quicksand, like <laughs> I was worried to death about Bermuda Triangle as a kid, and then the older I got, isn't I was that like, the biggest, the biggest thing ever, man? Every single cartoon we watched growing up, quicksand. So you automatically assumed that it was going to be like the worst problem ever. <laughs> my, I always thought my biggest problems in life was going to be quicksand, Bermuda Triangle, and people offering me drugs, and none of that happens. <laughs> Very true. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, people offering drugs and stuff like that, uh, before we get to your next story, for everybody drinking the Kool Aid that is our podcast, <laughs> we're no, we're um, fla- we're Flavor Aid. We're Jonestown. Flavor <laughs> Aid. Uh, <laughs> we do have some uh, announcements, as you've seen on our social media sites, mainly Facebook. Uh, we have got our new logo in. A couple new logos, actually. Uh, We will be trying to do some testing on getting some T-shirts to make sure everything turns out. uh, Because we want good quality for you folks that have, beyond our imagination, supporting us, even though it's just two weird guys having, you know, interesting conversation and joking about stuff that we think is interesting. We know, you're, we know you're sleeping to our sexy voices, but it's okay as long as you listen to us. For sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> once we do get some things figured out, make sure the T-shirts and stuff uh, look good. And we're also going to be doing some other merchandise, stickers, and et cetera. Uh, we will start releasing some information on how we're going to go about uh, possibly doing some pre-orders uh, for the shirts. Uh, so once that information becomes available, we will let you know. Uh, so keep an eye out on the on the Facebook. And once, um, and once we get once we figure out about distribution for stuff, I, I mean, I'm I'm a shameless promoter. I will slap that shit on anything you want. You want koozies? I know Monster asked for koozies. We're we're gonna have some koozies and uh, get some underwear. You know, maybe some stickers. I definitely got stickers coming in. Um, I don't know what they look like yet, but I do got stickers coming. And I mean, I you guys slap that shit on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to walk. Yeah. In, I want to walk into a bathroom 
and there'd be our fucking sticker right there. <laughs> Call Dante for a good time. I want uh, photo, I want photos of it too. Like if our sticker gets put in a urinal, like it'll be like spot the spot the sticker. We'll make it a game. <laughs> but I yeah, am also good. I was gonna say I am excited. Everything turned out really good. Um, huge shout out to two two great artists. Um, Chunky Raptor or Chunky Raptor. Yeah, Chunky Raptor. Chunky Raptor. Uh, look them up on Fiverr. Fiverr. Yeah. I got to make sure. I just, I'm, I'm literally an old man and just learned that site. Um, but he he's from Mexico and he did our podcast logo and uh, it turned out amazing. It, it turned it out fucking really awesome. good. Fucking so, awesome. I doubt whoever listened to this but if he does, I mean, huge thanks. I mean, it, it looks amazing. And then shout out to the chunkiest of Raptors. <laughs> I actually his, his name sold me on it. Like when I was looking through different artists, and I saw his name, and I was like, "Hey!" So I pitched him an idea, and he he ran with it. I mean, he he knocked it out of the ballpark. Uh, then huge shout out for my buddy George. He. Uh, he killed the t-shirt design. I thought it looked amazing too. I mean, he, both, Oh yeah. I mean, and he, he, I think he drew it all in one day actually, <laughs> but he, I mean, he, he fucking killed it. Thanks George. I love you. can't wait. To see. I told George since he drew up the, lo- since he did the t-shirt design that I'm going to give him a free pair of underwear with our logo on it. Oh, that we definitely could do that. But he has to say, what's funny, man, is look at all these people with talents and look at us. <laughs> yeah. I told him, though, I was like, you got to model it for us. We're going to use you as our model. So I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty excited uh, about everything. We got to put it on a G string for Rolo. Yeah. Uh, as well. Uh, but also, I, I wanted to say, especially due to all the, uh, the uncaptivating amount of people discussing our show here and people checking out and downloading. And I don't know if you've looked at at some of the information I sent you, but our views on Facebook have like skyrocketed uh, as far as people viewing our posts and everything, which is sweet. Uh, Thank everybody for all the likes and following on Podbean and Spotify and Maybe one day iHeartRadio, RIP. Uh, <laughs> Actually, a funny thing about that. Let me I'll, let me interrupt you for a second. So, with um, we actually had to update our stuff to uh, keep putting out episodes, and uh, when you update it, we're we're VIP now. We're fucking Podbean's proud of us. Like we're the top of the line podcast for Podbean, probably, and. Uh, <laughs> But they give you more information of people uh, where they listen to you at, and um, you know how many people listen to you, and uh, all kinds of shit like that. And I'm trying to bring it up right now as I talk to you. But as of right now, I am a hundred percent sure not one fucking person has listened to us on iHeartRadio. Now we got some random ones that I. 
never even heard of before. But let's see here. We'll bring up – this is the stat part of our uh, episode. Uh, <laughs> hold on one second here. Da, da, da. Of course, like I can't fucking find it when I'm on here bullshitting. As of right now, okay, listen, 56% of – Spotify's winning. Spotify's kicking everybody's ass. Podbean is, is second place. And then I didn't even know these were options. If you're listening to it through this meme, let me know how you do it. Cause I don't, I didn't know I put it on this. I don't know how this works, but Google Chrome and edge both have percentage of listening to. I mean, it's possible. Maybe they're looking up and listening. Uh, I don't know if, might be super ignorant of me, but I don't know. Like, if Podbean has a uh, like an actual website where you could go on, you know, uh, and look it up that way, because we've just been, you know, mainly using the application. Uh, but it's possible that it might be showing like the browsers too. That you know, as obviously Chrome, and <laughs> as we discussed the other day, you asked me what Edge was, and I was like, that's the you know, <laughs> that's just the redheaded stepchild Microsoft, you know. Nobody likes Explorer, and as far as I know, I don't. I don't know anybody that uses Microsoft Edge either. Yes. <laughs> so if you if you use one of those, shout out because I I didn't know you could do that. So I learned something. Yeah, but uh, due to this early, what we 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 definitely consider a early success. Uh, we didn't think as many people would listen uh, <laughs> as they are. Uh, but we are announcing that for episode 10, we will be doing a special extended podcast uh, celebrating this early success. And we'll be doing a very special uh, topic. And it's going to be no other than one of the most popular haunted locations in the state of West Virginia. And one of the most notorious uh, brutal prisons in the United States. And that's going to be the Moundsville State Penitentiary which I know everybody in the state knows about. Uh, it's been covered on a lot of famous shows. Uh, Ghost Hunters did it. Uh, Ghost Adventures. I've heard it on many like famous podcasts, and everybody in the state knows it. I think a lot of people, anybody remotely interested in the paranormal, uh, have heard of it. Uh, so it's going to be a very exciting episode. Uh we're still planning to figure out a few things that we might do for that. So be expecting possibly, you know, a little bit of a longer podcast because, you know, there's a lot of information on it uh, and we want to do it justice because it is a real well-known location. Uh, maybe we'll do it like face-to-face uh, and have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, but just, you know, be on the lookout for that. Now you could, now you could tell them the truth. So here's, here's what's going to happen. To do the Moundsville episode, you're going to have to fork four ninety nine out for our OnlyFans. Okay, listen, we <laughs> we start off with clothes, and each time we talk about a ghost, we take off a piece of clothing. So we'll be naked in like two minutes, and then the episode's over. So it's four ninety nine for two minutes of stripping. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people will pay five ninety nine to see us put our clothes back on, buddy. 
Oh, hey, we'll take that too. <laughs> More stickers for everyone. Uh, <laughs> we are working to uh, just to touch back a little bit on the whole merchandise thing. We are trying to do this the best way to accommodate everybody as far, especially like sizes and stuff like that. But we also don't want to do stuff that breaks the bank. Uh, like we mentioned before, uh, this really mainly is just for fun. It's just two friends basically bullshitting and telling stories. Uh, but any money that we make off this is definitely going to go probably is definitely going to go straight back into the podcast. Cause I know you're wanting to get a new microphone. I need a microphone. I want to set up some things down here. So our production is a little bit better quality. Uh, so we can definitely lean towards that, but right, right now we are the definition of DIY podcast. Like my microphone is like $5 microphone from Amazon and my keyboard it's, it's here. It's here. That's all I can say, but technically I don't need it. I mean, I just got to type in a few things for you guys and that's it. So if, uh, if the descriptions start to get some nonsense, you know, the keys, the rest of the keys fell off. <laughs> but yeah, no, we actually are kind of, we're, we're definitely in, uh, in all of, uh, that's my word of the night in all, uh, of how many people supported this. I mean, it's, it's a huge thanks to you guys and we hope you guys keep listening. Yeah, and one more small thing here before we get back to some spooky ghost ships. Uh, we would always love to hear from you. So if you have any questions, concerns, want to tell us about stories, uh, reach out to us for any reason. You can email us at nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Donnie, why don't you break this down with another spooky ship story? All right. Now, the first one, I went all ghost on you. Like, I guess not ghost, more murder. Because, I, re- I mean, they didn't really, they found the ghost ship, I guess. Murder? Now this Mermaid murder? Murder, murder, murder. Kill, kill, kill. Sarah will get that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so my next one, though, is a real famous one. And supposedly... Uh, super, super haunted, the USS Hornet. And uh, so it was a war aircraft carrier for the United States Navy. And during World War II, she launched, a, I like some of the names of the battles. I mean, I don't know a whole, I'm not a history buff. Like I know some stuff, but like the Doolittle Raid on Tokyo and participated in the Battle of Midway. And participated in a whole lot of fucking battles and it was the last u.s fleet carrier ever sunk by enemy fire and more than 300 people has lost their lives most of them during combat some in accidents now the accident part reminds me of ghost ship uh because it just had decapitation by snapping flight arrest cables, getting getting sucked into plane air takes, or blown off the deck by their exhaust. And 
actually the Hornet had the highest rate of suicide in the Navy. Now, visit. Now you can actually pay to go visit this place. It's still open today. So if you want to spend a night and hang out on a boat, you can do that. It's a museum too. So if you're just like, hey, I just want to know about the history, you can just check out the history. But some of the ghostly encounters is you get all kinds of sightings and sounds, movement of objects, doors opening and closing. This is my favorite. Toilets that flush by themselves, which is probably just toilets going bad. Uh, they have been, people's been grabbed and pushed. Uh, unexplainable cold air. Uh, people just going onto the ship and having just a sense of fear having like as soon as they walk on a ship they're just scared as hell um let me see here one of the stories is that when they was redoing this ship a lot of the painters and this is common people will a lot of a lot of the frights i seen was like with flashlights like there's people bragging that you could talk to the ghost with the flashlights but a lot of them is people will just be walking around on the ship and you'll think they're part of the museum, but really the sailors will just randomly disappear or they'll, their faces won't have no definition. So they're like blurry face sailors, which that's terrifying to me. I can't help it. It's like a theme of this podcast. I go back to the ring when the photos of the people that saw the movie has blurry faces. <laughs> Uh, eventually one day we're just going to cover every ring movie uh, as a topic. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to watch, we're going to watch the American versions and all the Japanese versions, even the one where uh, the ring girl fights the kid from the grudge. That's a thing. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's a real thing. And it's awful. Uh, it's not as fun as it sounds. So that's why you love it even more. Cause it's awful. I honestly, it, it's two separate. It's it's two separate movies that just get thrown into one at the end. Like it's it's a ring movie and a grudge movie, and <laughs> I don't get off topic, but you did this, Troy. So so like the person watches the ring, watches the tape, and they are like, "Hey, to get rid of this curse, let me get another curse." So then they go to the grudge house, gets that curse. And on the seventh day, like the ring girl fights the grudge person over this kill. It's not, it it sounds good, but it is not. It is (laughs) disappointment. I mean, it's not no fucking King Kong versus Godzilla or Freddy versus Jason. Like it's just straight disappointment. And it has like the corniest ending ever. I mean, it's, it's, just just watch it it's free i think it's on tubi so yeah, anyways, for anybody who doesn't truly know dante and relay for donnie whatever you want to call him he watches the most awful movies and i've had the pure enjoyment of sitting with him watching these terrible movies sometimes and if you want to feel bad for anybody feel bad for his wife because she has to see it all I uh, <laughs> I I am a fan of B movies, shit movies, any horror, any horror movie that's fucking pointless. 
huge recommendation. Go watch Spooky Spookies. It is fucking awful, and it's like three movies, four movies put into one. Monsters look cool as fuck, though. But that's the most pointless one I've watched recently. So, but okay, back to my story. Uh, I'll try not to get distracted by Rain Girl. Uh, so, paranormal investigators that's went into this ship. I don't know how many type of uh, spirits there is. I mean, do you know? I mean, like on here, when I was looking it up, they said that all like there's three different spirits on this boat. There's residual spirits that's described as, you know, they're in a constant loop of doing the same thing every day. Yeah. And they cannot see anything around them, living or dead. They just keep going on that loop. And yeah, then they're just stuck in a loop doing like the same everyday tasks. It's just the uh, uh, spiritification of just like the uh, such a high level of energy that it kind of just produces, you know, a residual haunting. And that and that's one of the main ones they said that was on the boat. And then the second one is they they said there's intelligent ones, which. I got another story about that after I get past this. And uh, then the third one, this kind of surprises me, but I guess, I mean, they got visitor ghost that it's random ghosts that worked on the ship during their lifetime and are just passing by. So you might yeah, not see good. the same ghost. Yeah, possible ghosts of people that worked on the ship at some point in time. So it was uh, uh, of major importance or influence in their life. So their spirit travels there occasionally. Yeah, and that kind of, I mean, stuff like that, that kind of surprised me. Like, I mean, I've heard of it, but it's one of those things where I guess if you work there every day, you probably see the same ghost all the time. So if you saw a different one in a different section, you'd be like, Oh, well, I guess that is, that's just one, of, you know, one of those ghosts. So one of, one of the things I, when I was looking, well, I was watching this one video about it and this girl was, the people was telling their ghost stories about staying the night on the ship. And a lot of them are, they'd be talking to who they thought was working there. And then here it was ghost sailors or uh, the one was about the toilet, which I enjoy because it probably was just not, you know, toilets run all the time. Uh, yeah. But the one, there was a couple that people was be sleeping and all of a sudden they'd hear voices of sailors or women, which they said there wasn't a whole lot of women on the ship. So they thought those were like the passerby ones. And they'd be like, I used to sleep there. And that would freak me to fuck out more than seeing one. If you're, <laughs> I mean. Like, peace out, bro. Peace yeah. out. Later, you want your bed? You want to snuggle? <laughs> snuggle some ghost ladies. Yeah. Of course, Donnie would be the little spoon. All day, son. Like, <laughs> like me some good snuggles. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got on that. There's a lot of information on it. Um, if if that ship interested you, I mean, go go look it up. And there's all kinds of, like you said, it's. I mean, 
uh, when you was talking about Moundsville, I mean, there's all kinds of ghost hunters has been there. I mean, they got all kinds of videos and stories and it, it's a deep dive if you want it to be. Oh yeah. That's why we're going to do a, a special episode too. When it comes to major topics like that, like I know some people are like, Oh, why don't you do Mothman? And why don't you do, you know, uh, like the uh, Flatwoods monster and stuff like that. It's like special topics like that, man, they deserve like a special episode. Well, There's so it, much information and uh, they're what you would consider like, especially in our state is like the cream of the crop. Uh, so. And, and it's one of those things where if you do it now, I mean, there's, there's so much stuff that's been done on Mothman I don't know if there's anything we could really tell you different about the Mothman. I mean, Richard Gere probably taught you all you need to know. So, nah, I'm just kidding. That movie's kind of trash. But, uh, you know, Point Pleasant every year has got the Mothman Festival. And it's it's amazing. It's fun. It's super busy. So, that part's not fun. So, if you're going to go see Mothman, I'd I'd say do it when – it's not the festival <laughs> so you can actually see the museum, but you know, just there's the bigger topics. People kind of beat to death sometimes like late. I mean, you, I know you watch paranormal stuff too. The Cecil hotel, the Cecil hotel is super interesting, but once Netflix made a documentary about it, I mean, that's all people was doing. Like, I know Ghost yeah. Hunters had a thing on Cecil Hotel, and there was like, I, I don't know how many documentaries about it. And it's like, well, how much can you say about one subject? Yeah, for sure. But we'll definitely touch base on some of the bigger places and stuff like that. Not just in the state of West Virginia, uh, but uh, I do get you know questions about all, that all the time, like when we're going to do certain places and stuff. And it's just like, well, if we do all the, you know, like really big ones in this area, we won't have any for later. And I feel like some of them with like a whole, like there's a whole lot of information about Moundsville that we could touch on. Oh, you know? yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit of a longer episode. So I'd rather make sure that we're all completely prepared for it and give it the due diligence that, you know, the topic we're, deserves. And like I said, two, two, it'll be two minutes for four ninety nine on OnlyFans. Hey Dante, you know what time it is? Time for you to buy a watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the. Uh... Wait, wait, did we still not have a name for it? <laughs> I had it and then I lost it. Ram Ranch. No. <laughs> Paranormal in this day of history. <laughs> one day we'll get that we'll, we'll actually have a fancy <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna have to have a discussion about it because you know but sometimes it's fly by the seat of your pants <laughs> all right this week's is coming from i've never heard of this place in my life so i definitely want to visit it sometime it man west virginia and just a reminder, I always say this as a precaution. I did not write any of this. This is exactly how it's written in the report. So if it does not make sense or gets wild, I it wasn't me. Uh, it happened on 3-15. Oh, this is a new one. I didn't realize it was 2020. Uh, 
the shape was a teardrop. There were the characteristics are there were lights on the object. There wasn't an aura or haze around the object. And marks found on body afterwards. Oh, this one's kinky. Um, kinky. Kinky. The craft was bright yet dim in color. The whole craft was one big light with no illumination. This is the most recent. I have several other incidents with witnesses. It was orange in color, moving very slowly from one mountaintop to the next. Teardrop shape and a big... It just, it just ends there, and a big... Uh, I would guess about 100 feet in the air. Now down the road, you take a right and go up a back road. A man just moved from a house up there. This is back in the woods. Also, my brother was hanging out with some friends late one night, and some guys came out of nowhere and pulled guns on them, asking why they was there. The mountaintop the aircraft flew towards is in that same area. My brother had the incident. I see craft that is disguised as stars, and they stop in midair. I have seen this for the past couple years. I can go on and on about what I've seen in the sky these past few years, and that's the last time they probably ever heard from them. <laughs> Men in black. I didn't realize it was that recent. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. It is. Uh, it's always interesting to hear the stories. Uh, I'm glad we're able to touch base on some things, you know, that's happened on this date sometime. Uh, but before we end this show, I have one other special thing here. This is for many people in our circles but hard work pays off dreams come true bad times don't last but bad guys do r.i.p scott hall rush wrestling fans yeah rest in peace scott hall one of my one of my favorites and i got to meet him and he was a great guy of what i met of him yeah so what you were telling me i didn't have the luxury of uh meeting him but i seen you know the pictures and stuff you had with him uh wrestling fans that grew up especially in the 90s he was all over the place yeah he 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 put on some of my favorite matches so yeah it's it was sad it is too especially since he's just getting things straightened out but i uh but before we uh, get off here, I got one important message. It Man is in Wyoming County next to Twin Falls State Park. That's that's all I got. That's I mean, that don't help me. I still don't know where it's at, but, you know, just all you guys should know. <laughs> well, just remember, next time you're out and about and you're fishing or you're seeing the ocean for the first time or multiple times, you see a ship out in the distance. There's always that possibility, man. That's not normal. It's paranormal. <laughs>